Welcome to the Story Tinker Podcast, a place for in-depth analysis of Webtoon stories. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character struggles, relationship development, and of course, theories. You can follow the Story Tinker on YouTube, podcast platforms, and social media. For bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support the Story Tinker on Patreon. We are really appreciative of your likes, subscribes, and follows on all platforms. Thank you for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Midnight Poppyland, episode 89, and on The Story Tinker. And today we have Shirin and Jax, and many of you, um, Shirin has been on the podcast a lot, and we know, you know, we always link her um fan stuff that she does and Jax also has a lot to let Jax talk about what she does for um basically I just write an analysis of new episodes that I post to Lily's Patreon um I think I'm most well known for being a bit of a prolific commenter on uh fan fictions <laughs> within that poppy land that's what really got my name out there I think um that's pretty much it, really. I just I'm a hype girl from Midnight Poppy Land, and people who deserve it. So, yeah. Yeah, and your analyses are also available on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah, they are. Posted. I highly recommend reading them. They're hilarious, <laughs> and they're very candid, and they always get my thoughts out there, and I love reading them. Yeah, I just <laughs> literally let it all flow out. Whatever's in my brain just comes out. Yes, so check those out, and they obviously your profile will be linked. So just click on it, and you can read away. Yeah. Thank you. All right, so hopping right into the episode, we start out with Gyu, who comes in all disheveled, saying, "Sorry, Big Bro, he got away." And Tora and Poppy look at him, and he says, "Mrs. Haru showed up with the neighbors and the cops, and three other units were broken into," which I want to get into in a bit. So we have a flashback. Gyu is running after the intruder. The intruder slips over the fence and wouldn't you know it he just like jumps into the water near poppy's house and gets away in the speedboat totally not expected that is a really high drop yeah i didn't realize it can we can we we pick this burglar apart (laughs) like i went through so many motions or like thoughts in my head as I was reading this I literally went from like oh, okay like three units were broken into it's not targeted at Poppy to this person escapes in a speedboat and clearly has no need of the jewels that they stole from that one guy's apartment mm-hmm. and if they had come for the notebook what was the plan like to drop into the water with the notebook well plastic bag maybe but yeah, it's very puzzling. Like when I read the three units, I was like, okay, that makes it sound like it's a regular burglar, right? And then they stole stuff, right? The speedboat is like a little too high tech for an average burglar. Yeah, I mean, this guy's skills for him, the way he climbed that balcony doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I kind of felt like maybe it was sort of him breaking into other places was a way of trying to take the shine off the fact they were trying to get to Poppy. Um, but it doesn't make no, it doesn't make any sense why they didn't. Why they obviously went for the jewelry, but didn't get anything from Poppy. But they tied her up. Yeah. I mean, was Mister Lee in his apartment, and that's how he knew? There's a lot of unknown, a lot of unknowns with that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Gyu or Gyu or whatever sees, sees the boat leave. So it's not like they're even being subtle about the boat. So trying mm-hmm. to throw them off. If, okay, if these people are specifically after Poppy, trying to seem like just a random burglary by hitting like multiple apartments is completely ruined by very obviously departing in a speedboat. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not subtle at all. It's super flashy. I mean, I genuinely had a first thought of, what is Goliath doing? And I was like, Goliath, Goliath is in Narin City. It can't be. He's probably still yeah. on the run somewhere, falling off a cliff. Oh. Well, Goliath is very flashy and mm-hmm. seems to like the high life, you know, with the speedboat. And I think Lindsay tricked that, tracked that from the uh, Fast Pass group. She she was like, well, Goliath can jump down from high <laughs> that we saw him jumping off last time. But then we have, you know, we saw this guy's skin tone, this person's skin tone, and it was very light. So that's not like Goliath. So I, <laughs> yeah, and go ahead. I know, yeah, you go ahead. Go on. No, I was just I was just zooming into that panel where you can see them in the speedboat. Because I was like, is the burglar mm. the owner of the speedboat? Or were they hired by whoever owns the speedboat? But the person at the wheel does not look important. Yeah. <laughs> so either both of them have been hired by a third party or the burglar is the, the main guy. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, I don't feel like that burglar was trying to harm harm Poppy. He had opportunities. I feel like yeah. if he could climb off a balcony the way he did, he could have disarmed her, and he didn't. So there's yeah. a lot of yeah, a lot of unanswered questions there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I don't think that he wanted to harm her either. Yeah. Oh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. so he was like, oh, oh, damn it. And you know, Mr. Uh, the neighbor, Mrs. Lee, who's this fangirl, who find out her name is Mrs. Lee. Get me back, dear! It's dangerous. crush <laughs> <laughs> on him. So cute. <laughs> and it's like, can you believe the chick of that burglar? He got into Mr. Lee. Oh, not Mr. Lee. Sorry. He got into Mr. Lee's apartment and swiped an entire stash of jewelry, which is just Mr. Lee. I guess has jewelry, which is a little odd. Either Mr. Lee has a wife, or Mr. Lee is just you know a jewelry connoisseur. <laughs> I just realized. Yeah, those ties. <laughs> and they're like ah we didn't check if that girl on the fourth floor is okay she's living on her own isn't she mrs harboom yes that's poppy we can get the police to check on her too and he's like no 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 panicking <laughs> oh, she's fine, mrs. Harbour. i was just helping her pick something at our unit just now <laughs> i mean he was pretty quick to make sure they didn't go to poppy when he and my yeah. first thought was okay is she okay with that because to her this is just a random burglar there's nothing for her to assume it's connected to Torah or Quincy yeah. or anything but like I that. But I thought it was, I thought it was mainly just because for Torah, seeing the police is not. Yeah. Great. And then I thought back to and that. She, and thought, yeah. she probably would say, no, actually, you're right. You did the right thing. I don't want the police involved because she was aware of that previously when he said about, I will bring yeah. the police up if that's what will make you comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she's in such a vulnerable position this whole night and having this taking out of her control as well is yeah. a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and they, you know, they're like, trying to continue, like, the poor girl's all alone in there, we must check on her. No, no, it's fine, Mrs. Rue, and the police arrive, like, uh, officer, 
Um, but he manages not to convince, to convince him not to come up as he tells Tora and Poppy. He's like, the cops just left. The neighbors are downstairs gossiping and shit. <laughs> like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Drama in the building. They all commune and <laughs> chatter. And now Tora's like, and you were asleep at your post because... And he's like, um, I was exhausted from the extra shifts and all that computer stuff I was working for you on for you. And he's like, God damn it, you didn't I tell you to stop with the part-time jobs? You could have come to me if you needed more money. He's like, I'd be an effing charity case. But what were your thoughts for you when you read this interaction? Um Poggy got his pride knocked there <laughs> quite badly, yeah. didn't he? I mean, Tor's doing it because he obviously is trying to help him. Um, he's obviously frustrated that. He's trying to help him as best he can. I mean, he's but at the same time, he's putting pressure on Go as well by like getting him to do all this technical stuff for him. Uh, I mean, the tension racked up really, really quick. Yeah, <laughs> you can Poppy. definitely tell that Tora is still on edge. Yeah, mm. poor Poppy just sitting on the bed, like feeling that tension rise. Yeah, so I happen to relate a ton to you because. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I would hate to have to take money from people, right? Mm-hmm. But I totally really, I mean, like, Tori is right, right? That's his job, right? His job is to, like, keep Poppy safe. Like, yeah, okay, so if Tori says, I will pay you X amount of money to keep Poppy safe for your shift at this, you know, this this apartment, drop your other jobs, like, this is your salary, right? This is not a charity, this yeah. is your job. Exactly. But, but I totally get you. I get it. I don't think you made the right decision. But I totally understand that um, because I would hate to like have to. Yeah. yeah, I can kind of see that he was probably like, you know, Taurus like, yeah, okay, drop your other jobs, and you know, maybe it's like, well, maybe he likes the feeling of being able to do that because what he does for Torah, even though I think he does love Torah, it's not his choice. Mm-hmm. You know, like he he does as he's told, and and the and the other things, it's just a different type of job. And maybe he also just thought, like, no, I can do it, I can manage. Um, kind of underestimated how much he was overworking himself, or like maybe how time intensive or energy absorbing like this job for Torah would be. Mm-hmm. So I kind of understand, but the thing is too, like, <clears throat> okay, I, I get that there's like life or death on the line in a way, you know, and it's really important that he takes care of Poppy and looks after her, but at the same time, like he is doing so much, you know, all we've ever seen of you is him just jumping at everything that Torah says and like just immediately getting to it, not questioning it. Like he just does it all the time. And, you know, even now, like he's just there backing him up and Torah is immediately so passive aggressive. He's like, oh, and why were you sleeping at your job? And it's like, dude, can I ever do anything wrong in your eyes? Uh, yeah. Anything right in your eyes? And I feel like Tora is kind of repeating a little bit of like Vincent's pattern here. Mm-hmm. And he probably where, whips it without realizing it. Yeah, like he is just, he doesn't acknowledge the things that Giu does do and that he does do well. He points out every single thing that he's not doing right. And when Giu makes excuses or talks back, he becomes violent. Mm-hmm. And like to me, that's a person like repeating their abusers' yeah. actions in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I didn't realize that until we just started talking about <laughs> like, oh, wow, this seems really familiar. And in good defense, he was exhausted, but he didn't wake up to his phone going off of tourist phone contact. And that guy needed some sleep. You don't fall into an exhausted sleep like that for nothing. So, yeah, yeah I'm totally backing him on the, he's fell asleep, got to let him off a little bit. <laughs> I kind of wanted to, this is not really related, but the other day I opened my Sims game um, where I have all of the characters in and <laughs> Tora was angry. Poppy was scared and Gyu was literally sleeping on a bench outside of the apartment. And I was like, what's going on? It was like the exact same oh, in the story. Wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's a good yeah. laugh when I saw that. <laughs> so, Hiran, I share your sentiment. I'll just gonna read the next two panels and then I'll get to it. That, that's my controversial yeah. opinion. Um, Poppy, while, because she heard that you know, other people's apartments had stuff stolen from it. She goes to check in her drawer where she put Tora's ring. And she's like, oh, she's still here, Tora's ring and bracelet. And that's where she put the stuff that he gave her all the way back in like 57, 56. And meanwhile, they're still arguing. And he says, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry for falling asleep and letting him get away. Maybe this wouldn't have happened if you told her. And which is, you know, he told her about all his mafia stuff. And then Tora slams you into the wall, breaking a pot at the same time. And he does it hard enough that he was like coughing. Anyway, so, and then, you know, he's holding him by the scruff of his neck and Papa's like, crap, what's going on with them? And then she's Tora Gyu. She thinks, what should I do? Just let them slug it out. And Gyu responds to her. He's like, stay out of this Poppy. And this Poppy, you know, still super respectful. He always calls her Miss Poppy. And he's still coughing. He's like, I'm done with this effing bully. And Tora, Tora like looks out of control here with that the white the whites in his eyes. And he's like, say that again, kid. And he, you know, bumps his head into the wall. He's like, I'm just calling it as it is. Even if I messed up today, you don't have to behave like a big fat prick. And through this wonderful, very like high tension fight, we have a comedic relief. Poppy's bra falls out of the window, out of the, the closet, and she's like, Ugh. <laughs> and she just looks mortified and they're still fighting and it's like why heck in hell i am like hell you're not he's like have you ever looked in the mirror recently i'm a big fat brick every fucking day punk so, yeah <laughs> one of my favorite parts of that episode <laughs> very mature <laughs> uh, but it was that's interesting how it goes from feeling so uncomfortable reading it to just having to laugh because it gets so stupid so fast yeah. that was the part that made me go all right this fight doesn't actually mean anything we're all good here <laughs> there's just yeah. a lot of tensions I was really getting concerned when he first slammed him against that wall I was like okay we've got another little tour as a human here and he's deeply flawed in a lot of ways it's just reminding us that you know he's not perfect that's fine we need more of that but then like as it went on I was like no he's not gonna kick his ass he's fine <laughs> so I have to say when this whole fight happened I was like this is my red line and I don't know like up till now whatever if it was if there was a guy around me I'd be like goodbye out the window I don't care anything you say I don't care how many times you apologize seeing you do that to your friend your underling the guy who helps you out all the time slam him into a wall because he talked back like I'm done with you I would never give the guy my time of day ever again in my life so that was my very visceral reaction to to seeing this happen um yeah you know I don't think that's unreasonable at all, to be honest. Yes. Like, I think that's a very smart thing to do. I grew up. Honestly, I, honestly. 
I grew up with three older brothers who would roughhouse all the time. And if someone didn't agree with them, you got slammed against the wall <laughs> like that. And you just kind of left them to get on with it. But um, that's my brothers. That's a totally different situation to being in front of someone who you clearly got feelings for and who has put you on edge not that long ago. Um, so, yeah, I totally agree with that. And, like, knowing he's in the mafia too right i mean like yeah obviously that would have given me pause also but i never had uh, an episode in the in the comic which made me feel like this um i guess because in all the other times he was violent it was towards people who are antagonistic people who weren't necessarily good people but and, and and you know the fight that he had with poppy was not violent it was verbal you know disagreement which everyone has but this is this like physical altercation with his friend that to mm -hmm. me was yeah. Not <laughs> acceptable. Yeah. So, like, even as we were reading through it now, especially the initial part until the bra falls out, I could feel myself like tensing up. I was getting really uncomfortable. And I felt that way too when I first read it. And it was basically like this thing where, like, when Guy was like, no, like, I'm done with this bully, I was like, shit, like, he's really calling Tora kind of for what he is again just like Vincent bullied Tora mm -hmm. and when the bra thing happened and then they kind of started you know cat fighting a little bit and you have this like silly panel where you know Guy was like jumping in his face and you know they're talking, yeah, they're talking about Tora's prick you know it's like it gets silly and I feel like that's that was the moment where for me the tension was relieved where I was like okay we went from Torah just using violence potentially as like a repercussion for a failed job or whatever to them just yeah basically kind of behaving like idiots and like brothers do mm -hmm. where you know they might get into stupid arguments and it just reminds me of this thing where like when I would fight with my brother not quite as physically although we did when we were younger as well but you know you're like you're you're arguing and you're shouting and you start throwing all of these things at each other that not only are they you know you don't mean them anymore you know you're like just trying to hit them where it hurts but also they just become silly you know where you eventually just kind of start laughing and you're like, okay, this is really dumb. That's how I felt going through the episode. But the moment I reread it again from the beginning, I'm back at this like, like tensing up point. So, yeah, I feel like Tor was definitely an arsehole. And I honestly, the minute he grabbed him, I was like, okay, we've got arsehole Tor again. This is fine. Um, but I like that Guy stood up to himself, you know, and I wonder how often he stands up to Tora. Is he one of the only ones who does actually put him in his place? Because he didn't hold back. So the guy's got some balls on yeah. him. And yeah. I really appreciated that. I was like, I think he needs that. I think he needs more people around him who do put him in his place and remind him that, you know, you can't treat people that way. I mean, he quite literally used his weight to throw at him. And, yeah, I just... uh appreciated just seeing Gyu like give as good as he could against Big Brain yeah. Dora. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised that Poppy show. Sorry? 
I was surprised that Poppy was. She like, was really calm. Yeah. Like, I would have probably been like Mindy, at least in that moment, and been like, yeah. okay, you're breaking my stuff. I just had a stranger in here doing the same thing out, like, leave. Yeah. Just step outside. And when you both calm down, you can come back in, you can apologize, and then we can be adults and talk about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was dead calm. I kept expecting to see, like, the shaking around her, you know, some kind of trembling, anything, but no, she was ready to just be like, done with this shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, reading it again, it is pretty fast. Like, it is just honestly a couple of lines. And then she does react pretty quickly. Like, she first goes to check, you know, her, um, like, well, she checks that as the argument is kind of like starting. Um, but yeah, it's only like a few lines. And then, um, you know, it's like, what proves my point? And then we have this little flashback of how you and broke his leg last time, where they're also fighting and He's like, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. And the like, Q, stop, big bro's gonna. And then he snaps his leg, which I don't get it. That's not very, like, this doesn't make the situation better. I don't know. I don't see how that, like, how that, that little presentation of how they broke, how he broke his leg last time is, like, I don't know, a better version of what we were picturing in our heads. I don't know. But it, um, Goo gets a bit, doesn't he? Goo gets a bit mouthy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, like my, my brothers and I used to fight physically when we were when we were kids. Like up to I would say about twelve. I was twelve, and the next one was like eleven and ten. So we would definitely fight physically up till then, and not after. And I don't know. You know, it could also be it's definitely like a cultural thing. Obviously, we know tourism the mafia, and like, but there are certain you know hard places or different cultures where it's much more acceptable to fight physically than others. But I don't know, I guess, I guess it's just not part of my milieu and not something I could ever tolerate. I have actually never been around a fight like this. Mm. Like when my brother, like I said, when my brother and I were little, we did fight like really roughly. We lived in a very, very small room together and we would fight really roughly, like bleeding heads and whatnot, you know, but for grown-ups or like teenagers, I've never witnessed a fight like this. I have to mm -hmm. put my hands up and say I've witnessed far too many. <laughs> so this um, doesn't surprise me that much. Yeah, that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, just from interacting with different, different people in the fandom, like, yeah, different people do have different experiences. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm trying to think the most I can, I had, a, I had an uncle who uh, had a terrible temper, so he would throw chairs and food, he'd pick up trays of food and throw them at the wall. Uh, he would throw chairs, he wouldn't throw them at people, he would throw it just around. But he was the most like scary thing I witnessed as, uh, as a young person. Yeah. That was pretty really much the worst of it. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's big gaps between me and my older brothers. Um, and there have been times when I have pulled one of them off when he had his hands around his throat. Um, and I, your adrenaline's just pumping. I don't know how I managed to pick up a guy of that size and throw him. But yeah, yeah unfortunately, that was, a, that was just one of many times. I've grown up with a very dysfunctional family. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes me sad that you were like around this because even just reading about it is unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> There's no positive to it, unfortunately. Um, just. 
I mean, he doesn't deserve a broken leg. <laughs> I mean, you can be mouth off as much as he wants. He didn't deserve getting his leg snapped. But I wonder if that was just Tora. I shouldn't defend him, but I just wonder if he just didn't realise his own strength on that occasion. But yeah. At the same time, he has threatened to break the other leg before. So uh, yeah. That's true. He doesn't. Yeah. Break a leg or not, you probably shouldn't threaten to break the other leg if someone's not doing what you want them to do. So. Yeah. Plus, I mean, there's that like speech bubble that I guess is. Well, I was gonna say it's Quincy, but Quincy doesn't really call Tora big bro, so it might be like Damien or something. Mm -hmm. Saying like you thought big bro's gonna, which makes it sound like at least whoever said that knew what was gonna happen. Right. Hmm. well yep this is i think you know Lily has said that if she would meet tora in real life she would be like running the other direction so i would hope so mm -hmm. yeah i mean it is complicated like when you because you know not everyone grows up in the best of circumstances and you obviously absorb the the ways of behavior that are around you and sometimes you try to be better and maybe your better isn't good enough for you know whoever you want to be with but it seems like Poppy is able to tolerate it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think it's one of the difficulties of, you know, dealing with people who grew up in, in adverse circumstances. It's like, how much do you judge them? How much do you hold them responsible for? How much do you accept? How much do you want to keep yourself safe from this kind of behavior? Yeah. I think for me, I want to, at some point, whether it's during or at the end, some kind of acknowledgement that he's gone to some kind of therapy. That he's doing something to try and better himself, not just for Poppy, but for himself. Because we've already seen that he's, you know, his brain, his mind goes to dark places. And it's not something you can carry on trying to cope with yourself. So, yeah, I like to hope at some point Tora's going to uh, help himself. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's definitely obvious he does want to. I don't know if he's necessarily thought about improving himself in the context of his relationship with his like underling. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's really occurred to him yet, but it's clearly he doesn't want to be part of that life anymore. But, yeah, we'll see more, I guess. Anyway, their fight does end pretty quickly because Poppy says, both of you, this isn't a freaking mafia clubhouse. Stop that right now. Oh, wait, did I? Yeah, okay, a little bit more. And you and Tora are both huffing and puffing. You know, I think they're glad that they were stopped so that they can have a breather, time to calm down. Yeah. And, you know, she's looking distraught. They look extremely agitated. Tora just completely turns around, decides that he's like, I'm going for a smoke, right? Which is his way of calming himself down. You know, he has his hands in his pockets. Like, they both look pretty ashamed of themselves. Yeah. And he's like, if you change your mind... And Doesn't works. it feel like he's trying to bait her to say no? Mm. Hmm. You know, like, he's like, yeah, like, if you don't, if now you don't want to come with me anymore, you know, because I did this with you, like, no. Yeah, it's kind of like, know. do you still, are you still able to, to love me or to accept me even after doing something yeah. like this? I yeah, probably would have snapped at him in that moment. The look on her face is really vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, he's really putting her on the spot, right? I mean, like, he just showed her a really ugly side to himself, and he is basically saying, like, can you tolerate this? Are you still going to come with me? 
But he also doesn't look happy that she says she's gonna pack his bag, her bag, though. Like he looks. It's kind of. I don't know. He just looks sad almost. It's like. I don't know. Like, I would poppy. Yeah, it doesn't. In that like situation. Happy. Yeah, like if. But if he would say that, I'm like, okay. I my my apartment's been broken into. We've already established that I'm safest with you. Why would you even ask? if I still want to come, like, even if I didn't want to be around you right now, it still kind of feels like the only option. Like, I feel like it's kind of a dick move, to be honest. I don't know, man. I feel like Tora is, like, just fishing for her to kick him to the curb in a way. But then later he says he doesn't want to get dumped, so. Yeah, he's testing her. He's definitely testing her. Whether he realises he's doing it or not yeah. is very unlikely. Um yeah, he's testing just to see how far she's going to go, I guess. Yeah. But we've seen her push back, so that's a relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, that sad look on his face when she says, I'll pack my opener bag and I'll be ready in 15 minutes. I think that that's kind of him being sad that he is what he is. And, you know, maybe there's a part of him that's relieved that she is still wanting to come with him. But I think he's sad that she has to deal with someone like him, you know, and he, we know he hates himself already and he feels like he's not worthy and he just proved to himself that he's not worthy. You know, he did something that he's not proud of. So that's how I read his, his sad, sad face. Yeah. Basically self-sacrifice in a way. What? Basically self-sacrifice in a way. Yes. Yes, that is it. I can definitely see a little bit of that, like I reflect back on some, you know, experience fights that I had with my parents, right? Where, you know, you push back against parents, push back and you act like a total jerk, but you still want to make sure they love you. Like, like. <laughs> so, yes. It's one of the things yeah. about myself and therapy this past year was basically what I was doing with my marriage was self-sabotaging it because I've gone through such a huge loss and such a, a massive trauma that I just... I was doing it just to test that he was going to stick about. Didn't even know I was doing it. Yeah. Um, but once she opened my eyes to it and I could start seeing what was happening, I was like, and he'd go to me like, is this a test? Is this one of those things she told you to watch out for? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, we're just, let's just hope it's like subliminally ingrained into my mind. And I haven't done it in a long time though. So obviously it's worked. So I guess yeah, sometimes what you need is like to call out a behavior and to become aware of it and then you catch yourself yeah absolutely and you can stop yourself then because if you're not aware you know if you can't pinpoint it you don't have a, have a name for it or whatever communication is key mm-hmm. yeah yep. with yourself as well as people around you yeah i think i mean relationships are always are so complex it's <laughs> never ending uh, you know, stuff that you can learn, stuff that you realize that you're not doing the best way possible. I said to my husband the other day, I was like, we're not vibing. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, we're not vibing. And he was like, waiting for me to be like, can't do this. I was like, just having a bad few days. It's okay. We're just not vibing at the moment. Mm-hmm. We'll come out the other side at some point. Relax. Yeah. He, yeah. he went on the, on the alert. He was like, what, what is she getting out here? I was like, just being honest. We might as well put it out there. It's acknowledged there's yeah. a bit of a tension between us. Yeah. And it, do you know what, that worked. Just cleared the air quite quickly. Yeah. yeah, I think you need to figure out ways to reach each other as well. Like, even if you can't solve something in a moment where tension is high. Mm. Um, like for us, it's 
when we're tired when both of us are tired you know some shit's gonna happen like you know that someone's gonna pick an argument out of thin air and it's gonna be so stupid and you know as you're doing it it's so stupid but because we're tired we have no patience we have no understanding it's it's really terrible and today I worked really early and when I came back like we did groceries and it was really exhausting and I mean I had been up since 5 a.m and so you know I started to do dishes and putting stuff away and I was a bit like snappy about things you know I really didn't need to be um and he isn't really a talkative guy but he knows the words mean a lot to me so at one point like he was just over in the living room I was in the kitchen he's like hey I appreciate you (laughs) I know that he's purposefully like saying it like that because he knows that I respond well to words but it's also so funny because he's he doesn't really do that a lot like he doesn't just say something like that so it was really really sweet though and then I gave him some kisses because he responds to like touch more and it was just like like oh I appreciate you too (laughs) that's very sweet yeah and then you just can't be mad but you just need to figure out like how you can diffuse that tension and not keep building it up until it has to explode Mm -hmm. and I think Tora needs to learn that for himself and they need to learn it with each other too Yes, yeah. definitely. It's still so well too, isn't it? I mean, it's been a matter of weeks. They've got so much to learn. I mean, he's still not even told her the full truth yet. And there's stuff about her that we don't have a clue. So we've got a long journey ahead of us to bait up anyway. Yeah. Yep. Jira, do you want to take over from now? All right. So Tora's going out for a smoke and leaves you back with Poppy which already surprised me I was like I kind of thought he would have immediately taken you outside as well mm-hmm. and now we can see that Poppy is shaking so we talked about before you can now see her knees wobbling and she needs to take like a second to sit on the bed and you notice it and he's like Miss Poppy are you okay and she says I'm good I'm good just a little weak in the knees right now and he says ah crap we broke your plan like thanks for noticing <laughs> <laughs> she says it's fine you don't worry about it um and he says um I didn't mean to lose my cool or get you involved sorry about that I'm just so done with his stupid old ass sometimes he's such a gentleman by the way like he right away apologizes to her such a good guy I felt that was how respectful he was when he was like stay out of this miss poppy and I was like dude yeah he they, they're really consistent about calling her miss poppy mm. and to me it's weird because i live a very informal life um and i mean part of the reason why i like working in like an english-speaking environment is because you kind of just you don't have a formal you like they do for example in german and you just call people by their first name and it's, it's so much more relaxed than you know in germany where people use like Miss Azavan, like every single time, you're like, why are you calling me by my last name? <laughs> Strange. Yeah, it's like being in school. Yeah. Yeah, we were never allowed to call them by their first name. So, yeah, of course. Yeah, I just, I just think it's a respect, like a respect thing. But yeah, I hope it's not because of her friendship relationship with Tora, especially because they genuinely have respect for Poppy, mm. which they clearly do. Yeah, she's like an outsider. She's not part of the mafia life. Like she's a civilian, so she has to get treated like that. Yeah. So Gyu is sweeping up the plant. 
because he's so sweet. Um, and he starts like grumbling and he says, occasionally we get into these dumb fights and Poppy's trying to like make him aware of something. And at first I didn't get it. She's like, uh, you? He's like, I know he looks like a god and shit, but he can be a real dumbass like the rest of us mortals. <laughs> she's like, you like trying to get his attention. This is so cute. Says, but Big Bro's usually calm and steady as a rock, where everyone goes to him when they need to get shit done. So so don't get mistaken about him, Miss Poppy. He's pretty mature and reasonable most of the time. Um, so it says uncomfortable silence. So Gio's just talking because she's not. Yeah. She's not talking but I think also this interlude was put in to reassure us that this isn't so common for Tora. Like, yes, they, you know, do fight, but don't worry. Don't worry, gals. You know, he's normally okay. Yeah. But it's like a callback as well to when Quincy was trying to cover up for Tora. Mm. Jack, you wrote about that in your analysis a bit. Oh, but back when she had that little moment with Quincy, yeah, he, um, I don't know, it's really, my mind's just completely blank for a second there. Um, it's okay, you don't have to. <laughs> no, no, you're fine, my mind is just completely blanked. I don't know where my, it just went. Um, you two carry on a second, let me wait for my brain to catch up. <laughs> what was I going to say? I mean, it's clearly trying to defend him in a little bit. He doesn't want to make yeah. a get a bad impression of him. Um, but I mean, he kind of did that on his own anyway, didn't he? Really? <laughs> Just that it works. Yeah. yeah, the boys can't fix everything that Tora messes up. No, they can't. And she picked up on that of Quincy, didn't she? I mean, when she said to him, like, I can see basically she sort of said to him, I see what you're doing here, but it doesn't excuse the way he just treated me in the in the coffee shop. And Quincy didn't even know what he said to her in the coffee shop. He just knows whatever it was. Yeah. He can't backtrack for him. And Goose kind of backtracking a little bit here. Like I'm just slating him, but but he's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. So even though he doesn't know that Torres behind him, he immediately is like, oh crap, I didn't mean to bitch about big bro. Which, like, okay, that's a strong reaction. It's like, don't tell Big Bro I said all that. I was just blabbing. She's like, you behind you. And Tora enters, like, too late, punk. Uh, yeah. I like that he called him okay. punk. It just diffused it again, didn't it? It was like, okay, yeah, I mean, he's heard what he said and he's, he's back to being Big Bro now and not Big Scary Tiger. Yeah. yeah, but he was horrified. He's like, Big bro, what the fuck are you doing back here? Uh, I love that I'm going back a little bit, just that go like doesn't do uncomfortable silence. Yeah. <laughs> and he just was filling it. And I don't think he was even aware he was trying to work through his own thoughts while yeah. he's just sitting at we'll just do a bit of chill time right now, just just one a minute. <laughs> and he was like, Ugh. yeah, so. I just appreciated that little moment. Yeah. But the horror on his face when he realizes Tor's there and he's been busted. Uh, and then Tori says, My stupid old ass is here to pick you up from daycare. He's like, uh, you weren't supposed to hear that. 
I don't think it was all that bad that he said. Yeah. How old is Goo? Did we ever find that out? Because he keeps calling him old. He's like 26. He's making me feel old by calling him old. Yeah. I mean, I do remember that Goo at one point admires Tora's muscular body um, and says, like, I had something like since when did you look like that or when did you start training or something and then Tora said that was when you were still playing in your sandbox yeah so I do feel like you might might be quite young like 20 if not younger mm. like he seems older to me but from the comments that they've made it feels like he might be pretty young and especially because I feel like if if you're just two years, three years younger than someone, you're not gonna fall into calling him big bro. Big bro, or so have it being called back kid or punk back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna assume also 20. Like we see him when Tor is a teenager and Giyu looks like maybe he's like 11 and Tor is like 16, so. Yeah. Wow. Managed to cross paths that young. Like what is Giyu's school maybe when when Giyu brings the others like Damien and them to meet Tora that isn't a classroom that's where Tora like ends up throwing a table out the window mm. um so that's in a classroom which but I'm also like Tora was bloodied up and wasn't he holding a bat I think that was um that was in someone like a restaurant like he went to beat up the restaurant proprietor for me probably not paying his mafia dues or something I don't think that particular part was in the classroom. Are you sure? I took it to because think it was, it was high up. I thought it was in a classroom. I mean, it was a very profound moment seeing him all scary looking. I mean, he did look kind of scary, especially. I mean, he clearly, what did he have? Like half, half sleeve at that point? I think like, even a muscle younger, shirt, maybe. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's obviously a gap between them and years. Yeah, there must be a significant age difference, I think. Mm. Huh. Okay, I've just, I've called it up. And it's, a, it's interesting because I did see it as a classroom, but Mindy, I think you might, you might be right because there's like really high larches. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, like, but the window that they're throwing it out is I mean it looks to be quite high. Yeah, yeah, I hear right. Yeah, oh. that part does look like that. So it's a strange, strange situation. But anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter really. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's interesting. I feel like there's so much we don't know yet about these characters um, that I really I'm want to know. Always left with so many questions. <laughs> All right, so. It sounds like Tora yeah. has calmed down already. You know, he's the 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 sentence he says, "My stupid old ass here to pick you up from daycare." It sounds it's pretty affectionate if you think about it, because he's implying like yeah. he's his parent as that kind of really watching out for him relationship. So I think calm down. He came back really quick as well. I was expecting him to be away longer. I think maybe he did realize he was like, "Yeah, maybe I should sleep properly alone for a couple of minutes." And yeah, have Q there with her. He probably knows how much he talks. 
shows how comfortable he is around her as well, I guess. Yeah. So Tori says, come on, this puppy needs to pack her things. You get in her way, which I thought was so cute. He called him this puppy. And he's like, huh? I'm just standing here. And Poppy says, yeah, it's fine. I can still pack. So she doesn't want you to go or doesn't need him to go or whatever. And then Tori's just like her lady thing. Oh. <laughs> oh, I really felt for Poppy in that moment. I know. But also, he's so hot in that image. <laughs> Sometimes Tora brings to mind that, like, Jessica Rabbit quote that's like, I'm not bad, I'm just drawn that way. <laughs> Cute. That's a great line. So Poppy realizes, yeah, Poppy realizes that, like, Tora has seen the bra. But also, like, you, he's so clueless. He's like, lady things? What, like, sanitary pads and shit? <laughs> Nothing I've never seen before. I'm a bachelor, not a monk. <laughs> Oh, I kind of appreciate oh, that. Now, now we have some news about you, if we were ever wondering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of appreciate that you highlighted that as in like it's not a big deal because it makes me really uncomfortable the idea of there being men out there who do think that's something that should just never be yeah. spoken of. So the fact that was highlighted by a guy who was just like, what is it? I don't, no big deal. I yeah. really appreciate that. It's a small thing, but it was something that I was like, yeah. Yeah, somebody raised this guy right. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it too. I appreciate it. I don't like it when guys are like, like, oh, why are you like tampons out here or something? Like, yeah, I don't know, because I need them. Like, <laughs> what do you want? Why are they in our shopping cart? Like, yeah, yeah. I need those. Exactly. Um, so Tora says, let's give her some privacy, okay? And goes like, show me, bro. Meanwhile, Poppy's just freaking out because of the bra thing. I love her expression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh Gil says but yeah uh, but you just wanted to tease her didn't you and Tora's like shut the fuck up <laughs> but oh, oh yeah I was like why is she limping but it's because she hurt her ankle mm -hmm. yeah. um, so also, maybe Tora keeping his arm around you might also be like kind of like apologizing without verbally being able to actually say that you know, it's, it, yeah. it is, it does strike me as affectionate. And I don't think he's ready to quite ver yet verbally apologize. And hopefully maybe Poppy will yeah. teach him to do that. But I think that's his way of being kind. Yeah. But he kind of does. Like, he doesn't say yeah. that he's sorry. But he, I, th I think that what he says, I appreciate the shit you do for me. Got that? Yeah. I do yeah. think you need to be off of your prideful rage basically to be able to to say that mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah but he doesn't let it go he's like yeah yeah better big bro or i'll be pissed for real i love how the wipes her bra it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> very determined he's mm -hmm. like seriously what other tech guy would put up with your phone destroying tantrums and so i was like i don't have tantrums the fuck you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> but Poppy is just happy to like hear them chatting. She's like, "Phew, I'm glad that they've made up." Yeah. Um, and then Tora still doesn't leave, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, Bobby!" Like, "Huh? Did you check if anything's missing in here?" She's like, "Ah, yeah, I did a quick one. <laughs> um, the important things, like my bank cards and documents, are intact. But I'm I'm not sure if I'm able to go through the rest tonight. I don't really want to stay on in here. It's like it's fine." I'll drive you back here tomorrow so you can take inventory for the rest. And we'll figure out what's going on with the break-in. So don't worry. Just get some rest for now. 
He says, yeah, don't worry, Miss Poppy. You'll be safe without Big Bro. A man from a day keeps the children away. I love that line. Yes. So good. Yeah, I've got a few men around me throwing mantrams and with Bailey. Yeah. Thankfully, not in my life. But that was was brilliant. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lily Lily just comes in with the humor at just the right moment and in just the right way, flawlessly executed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Tora thumps him somehow, maybe against the wall again. He's like, oh, what the fuck? Get moving, we don't have all night. Um, what is the click? <laughs> I think it was the door. Ah, okay. The door closing. We can still hear them. Um, and then so Gio calls him out again. He's like, that was hella awkward though. Like you suddenly remember to tell her to check for missing things. What if she finds out you don't have much experience being on this side of the crime scene? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> sniggering at him? Yeah. And Tora's like, she already knows, okay? Seriously, Gio, I'm fucking spent from today. Give me a break. And I didn't forget. Just have a lot of shit on my mind. Okay, okay. Wait, what? How much did you tell her? And it's just so cute, Poppy. It's just like, you know, kind of laughing about them being silly. And then Tora goes, enough to not get dumped. Hmm. It's like, have oh, I missed the conversation somewhere? Yeah. He did yes. try to say the couple things. Yeah. And then got perfectly timely interrupted. Right. And it's funny because he viewed that in the sense of like, I'm telling her this so that she can make the choice to dump me or not. And yeah, it's it's kind of interesting that he sees it that way because he's like enough to not get dumped, but really, really like it would be like I told her I kept stuff away enough to not get dumped. Like he didn't. Because if he told her more stuff, he might get dumped. But he didn't finish telling her everything. So it's kind of an interesting phrasing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that flash was like, does we're we're enough to be dumped? Also, what haven't you told me? I just keep coming back to the same thing. That girl's been through a hell of a day. (laughs) I just (laughs) exhausted for her. Yeah. I think her blush also is because when when you hear dumped implies that you're in a relationship, yeah. right? So that's like her blush is like, oh, when did that happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we come on to the um, very exciting <laughs> bit of the episode. Basically, a couple hours have passed, which I'm also like, how are you not passed out? How are you not sleeping already mm-hmm. for a long time? I would have probably knocked out in the car. I did think um, it said it was a couple of hours. I was like, what have you been doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> it must long. be past yeah. midnight now. Yeah. Mm. So Tora comes in and he's like, hey, your turn. And we just see his feet for the moment so that we get the, the view from Poppy's point of view. And she says, shoot, sorry, I didn't bring a bath towel. Do you have any? Any? Uh, mm. <laughs> he's just flushing furiously. Her bag bag is very like hint hint. It says, I'm sexy and I know it. So it's like, yes, we know. So we get rock hard abs that are dripping with water. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get a little bit further up where we finally see like Taurus jaw 
and he says I should have one somewhere in the house which is also like a weird thing somewhere in the house you're holding a towel dude where did you get that one from <laughs> oh my god wherever I find them I am yeah. yeah no I'm not surprised not everyone is very organized yes yeah, yeah. so and then us know like yes there's a linen closet that's where you get the towel from but not everyone is blessed with such great wisdom <laughs> I'm not at all saying this because the person I live with is slot. No. <laughs> yeah. But he does offer to get it for her, and we get like basically full body shot of him half naked and like one of those camouflage joggers. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time we got him. We got some of his ass like way, way back in like the first or second episode when yeah. he's you know on the couch. And then since then, he's been in a tank top, right? I think that's the most, so this is the most we've seen him. The most chasing of him is when he was in the tank top and the sweatpants. Um, and she said, he's not a piece of mate, he's not a piece of mate. And now she's got that full ab front of him. Yeah. He wonders if he's like, well, Poppy's likely to be mad at me. I have to do something to like make her not so <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Yeah, fair point. I just wonder where we're going to go from here because it's a bit of a mean clicking as to not follow up on it next week, but also it's a weird night for them to make out now. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Can I tell you a story? A little TMI, but my husband and I once had the most giant knockout, horrible, horrible, like gut wrenching fight ever in our life. It was like about a very serious topic, it was like a buildup for a long time super serious issue it was horrible like it's the worst fight you can imagine and then you know we argued it out for a while a couple hours whatever and then at the end we had like a our little you know we probably had some emotional breakdown it was like it was probably a lot of tears and whatever and um at the end my husband was like he wanted to have sex i was like what we just had the most horrible fight ever i can't i was like we just like we said the horrible things about each other we like yes we apologize and we're like i was like i'm super emotional i was like no freaking way but like that was his resolution. He's like, oh, we argued it out. We like feel, you know, now we made up after like all these hours. And like, I could not, I could not. Yeah. But apparently some people, this is their way of like, oh, it's over. Now we can feel close again. <laughs> well, that's at least something, you know, if the argument is actually resolved. My least favorite trope in, I think it's especially adult romance books is when they argue and instead of resolving it they have sex they start like tearing their clothes off i'm like it's been a whole book you have not resolved a single one of your discussions mm-hmm. having sex is not a resolution it's not that's not fixing anything or i don't like it i mean i'm not saying it can never happen or you should never do this i just don't like it when it's used as like the way out of dealing with difficult subjects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I can't see Poppy being into it right now. I don't know. Like she had a very traumatic day. She was with him, without him. Like both everything in her life was just like messed up that day. And here yes. you throw in Torah being sexy. It's like. <sighs> but also, if they do make out, I'm not going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look very like he's not really pulling the smoldering look on her though he kind of looks a bit I don't know what the word is I, I want to say wary but I don't think that's the right word um I don't know it's just something about the look on his face like maybe like cautious or hesitant yeah 
Yeah, that's 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 where I'm looking for it. Yeah. Maybe it's very distracting. Let me look up. Let me look at this word. Let me look at this word if it's what I think it is. Um. Okay, I would because the word that was coming to my mind, but I'm not sure if this is the right use of it. Is sheepish? Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. that's a good word. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious, I'm curious where, where it'll go. I know, like, yeah, I think fandom is conflicted because obviously, like, everybody loves sexy time. But yeah, I don't know if that's, like, what Poppy would be feeling or even him, you know? He seems to yes. be, like, he seems to be unaware of, like, the effect that his body can have, which is a little naive, in my opinion. Like, the guy is that dense. I don't know. <laughs> but is he? Because he does use his body when he needs to. He did it. Charm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he does use it, and I—I I mean, he's joked with Poppy a lot that she like would look at him, you know, like he's joked about that. Like, he notices when she yeah. looks at him, and when she's into him. And also, I mean, if we go back to that moment on the balcony, which I still cannot get over, where he licked her, <laughs> or you know, where he starts like stroking her leg, maybe affection is a bit subconscious for him as well. I just I I don't know I haven't listened to the the podcast episode yet and I really want to where he licks her because I need to know what people are thinking about this moment yeah so we did we did talk about that and you know what it, it, I can see it being parallel it kind of does remind me of that because we're like oh you know we had all this tension and now he's like I it's a way of maybe making up or like he does still feel attracted to her and like yeah yeah it's very similar if it, if he's doing this intentionally and he has sexual intent but yeah, it would definitely feel similar. Huh. She's really, really vulnerable at the moment. Like, really. And yeah, I mean, he's never pushed her. So at least we haven't got to worry about him trying to coerce her into anything. But I hope there is some snuggles. Yeah. <laughs> I hope there's some snuggles. I don't know how I would feel about like sexual progression like even if they don't fall on have sex but just I don't know how I'd feel about it I mean the thing is too I can like psyche wise I can understand if Poppy in this moment suddenly is like okay I want to try it like I want to go for it I'll go for something um because it is such a adrenaline loaded day anyway Maybe she just wants to take some of that power back for herself mm. yeah but i don't know how i'd feel about it so it would really depend on how it's kind of presented i guess mm-hmm. yeah i do feel a bit on edge on what's going to happen next week so i've got no idea where it could go mm-hmm. yeah it's a little bit like um in let's play during the hiatus when everyone's like did charles go for her while she was drunk right <laughs> Everybody was so conflicted. <laughs> yeah. Whoever's yeah. on next week is probably in for a treat. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much to my current patrons. Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Haley, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Saucy Tuggles, Meg, and Rose, Priya, Alexa, Misty, Laura, Joanne, Patty, Jen, Imelda, Esther, I'm watching your tours, Poppy, Seed, Marie, Jen, Emily, Jean, Jen, Aaron, D, K, Lily, Beckett, and Miranda. Your support is truly appreciated.